0: So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, as always, we've got another great actor. This actor is being in Turner and Hooch, Travellers, Impasta, one of my favorite shows, Two Sentence Horror Stories, and coming very soon to, to be is Corrective Measures. It's, of course, ah. Matthew, Kevin, Anderson. Matthew, welcome to the show, sir.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I'm it excited. Is a-
0: it is a pleasure, and you was just saying the weather is glorious there in Vancouver. Oh, um, I'm so jealous. Literally, you know, the heating's been on full blast here. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm spending my money as the energy costs go skyrocketing in in the UK. Yeah. Um, But as long as you're, you know, keeping healthy and the sun is shining, that is all.
1: Everyone's healthy. The sun is shining. Spring is springing, and uh, (laughs) it's it's right around the corner. The days are getting longer. So yeah, I I, I'm very happy and excited.
0: I mean, here in the UK, we wish for it to be warm, but as British people, we complain about everything so literally when it gets warm we'll complain that it's too warm (laughs) it's too hot it's too hot yeah yeah it's too it's too hot you've got to open the windows and air conditioning doesn't exist in the uk it's like it's never reached us so there's no reason
1: there's no reason to have it though it's probably like you can use it what a couple times a a couple times a year
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah (laughs) but but saying that last year we had really hot summer and it was hilarious seeing everyone trying to buy fans and they all sold out everywhere but uh, yeah but yeah talking about so what i normally do with my guests the first thing i do is do a little check-in because you know the last two years has been very very challenging for all of us mm. especially actors within the industry so how Ooh. have you kept positive and moving forward step by step over the last two years
1: oh that's a really good question actually um I I mean, without sounding like a you know privileged you know asshole, if I can say that, I don't okay. know. But yeah. uh, I've actually had a really good couple of years. You know, um, luckily all my family and everyone has uh, remained healthy. Um, so that's been you know sort of number one and 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 uh, and the biggest positive And and that's that's just been. Great. Um, And luckily, after three months of of lockdown, the world for some reason decided that the film industry was essential and uh, we were able to get back to work and um, things actually picked up quite quickly. I mean, there was obviously a lot of complications for productions to, you know, figure out all the um, all the new ways of doing business, essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and how they were going to move forward with, you know, hundreds of people on a set and dealing with COVID when people couldn't even get together with 10 people at their house or whatever the rules were. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I I would say we've been very, very lucky in that sense. Um, you know, I personally took a lot of that time to, because, you know, everything kind of like slowed down. And, uh, I took a lot of that time to just focus on myself and, and I stayed healthy. I, for the first couple of weeks, you know, it was like eating bags of chips for dinner and everything was just like the, the (laughs) wheels completely came off, uh, the, the, the ride. But I, 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 quickly realized that, um, that's not a good way to be operating. So I, I just started Taking care of myself, and um, I pivoted a little bit. I started writing and sold a couple scripts, and uh, yeah, I just used the time wisely. I guess I would mm. say, and it's been uh, it's been it's it's been a positive time. There's been a lot of growth, and um, I, I was lucky last year was really really busy. I, I worked on a lot of great projects that I'm excited about um, that
0: are coming out this year. So, mm. I mean, it hasn't I been mean, the worst. I mean, looking at the um, you know the pandemic and the positive side of things it's given it's given it's writers uh an opportunity to actually um you know think and create and off the back of it there's great shows and great films coming out so uh mm. yeah which is fantastic so so I've, I've got to ask, why And acting? then you have the
1: downside of, like, you know, Tiger Kings and stuff like that. That mm. just, like, happened. It was so weird what caught fire during that time, too. Like, what became popular, especially in that little pocket when everyone was just staring at the TV, like, what's going on? And they needed some kind of, like, weird, you know, distraction. And mm. then something like that just appears, and everyone catches on, and they're like, this mm. is what it's going to be. I'm going to watch this now. I'm going to watch all of it in, like, two days. I mean, so it was...
0: I mean there was a definite well, did- point where you know people panicked about content because you know new shows weren't being made and Netflix and companies like that must have had a whale of a time because everyone was binge watching every series known <laughs> known to man yeah. but it was but it was really nice because I've got quite a few friends that's that are on, in musicals and that work mm-hmm. in the theater so it was quite refreshing to see when the theaters could get back and oh, people yeah. can go back and, and get back to normality. I hated mm. the word, the new normal, because I mm-hmm. wanted the old normal. I wanted us to get back to how it was before. And in the UK, I'm glad to say that all restrictions have been lifted now. So oh, man, congratulations. all been lif- li- li- lifted, which is fantastic. And then we get everything with the Ukraine, bless them. So oh. you know, we've just got to. I mean, I'm I'm gonna put some. links. I see you got the
1: flag up there on this. Yeah, because awesome.
0: because I'm gonna put uh, links on the video as well for anyone that's wanting to support. Uh, mm. If you live in the states, Canada, uh, or the UK, is to actually mm. uh, get on there, uh, click the links and uh, support and help those in need in the Ukraine. You got some
1: donation sites that you're gonna put up.
0: Yeah, I will do. I will do. I mean, the great the great thing is is that. When we talk about you know people and doing good my local fire station are sending four arctic trucks um from donations from the community around where i live over to the ukraine so oh. they're actually driving and they're doing four trips one you know back to back for a company called taylor's transport and I, I i just think it's so heartwarming to see the communities getting together mm. and getting all those mm. toiletries blankets and everything that they need so we just hope i mean i'm not one to get into politics because you know i'm not i don't understand most of it all i understand is kindness and mm. you know humility you know being i'm kind to on. each other yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. lead with
1: kindness and, and yeah, treat everybody with respect and, yeah, and uh, you're going to be all right. But, yeah, the politics, it, it, it gets a little crazy and you're right, just coming off the back of COVID and things just start to get sort of feeling like a little bit back to some kind of normalcy and then and then we get hit with this and it's just it's just terrible I was at the um, the Vancouver um, peace rally in March uh, on Saturday um, you know one of my best friends uh, is dating someone from the Ukraine mm-hmm. and her family there and uh, not able to get out. Her brother is is not able to leave because he might get drafted. So um, it's uh, it's pretty scary and pretty real for for a lot of people. And um, I'm 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 so glad that you're supporting. I mm. think that's really
0: well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, uh, we shouldn't really give in to bullies. And from what I can see, um, a certain person in power um, over on the other side of the Ukraine is is a definite bully and. You know, we need to stand up to bullies. So, but let's give the viewers and listeners a bit of an escape from all mm. this, you know, anguish out yes. there. So so let's <laughs> find out, Matthew, why on earth acting? Um, mm. did, did you not want to do anything else or was acting something you've always wanted to do? That's a really good question.
1: Um, I was always more interested in the arts. That's for sure. I was never really uh, 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 academic, as they say. Um, and I, you know, sometimes I sit back and I I I wonder about what sort of led me in that direction. I jumped around a lot when I was younger to a bunch of different schools. So every just it was just the way, kind of like the world sort of worked out for me every couple years I was I was moving around to a different school and um, so I think I spent a lot of my time focused on more of the social aspect of school like finding new friends and and fitting into different places and different environments and stuff like that Uh, and I think that was just more interesting to me and the people were more interesting to me than anything that was actually going on in the classroom. Um, so when I was younger, I was involved in, in musical theater and I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, my, my, uh, music teacher wanted me to join the choir and, you know, unfortunately I didn't think that was cool. And, uh, I think sometimes I, I wish I had actually joined the choir, you know, if I was going to say anything to young people out there who are, you know, don't try to be cool. Uh, I think that's sort of actually the death of cool I think you go and do the thing and and, um, and don't worry about what other people think just go out there and do stuff but um, yeah I moved around a lot I was I was always involved in it I always took you know acting in theater during um, high school and stuff when I could and then I never really thought of it as something that you could do as a real job mm. you know um, a lot of people, say talk about the movie that kind of like made them want to become an actor and people say like raging bull and i'm one of these guys who was like you know it was star wars right i saw luke skywalker with a lightsaber and i was like this is insane you know and ewoks i think my parents said i dragged them to return of the jedi like 10 times in the theaters and um and i remember watching television one day and my sister going oh that guy goes to my high school and I, it, it just was like worlds kind of came together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I didn't realize that it was that close or it was something that we could do, like normal people. It was always like, oh, that's Luke Skywalker and there's a whole world out there of things happening, but I could never be in that mm-hmm. until that moment. My sister went to um, Kits Height, which is where I, I believe Ryan Reynolds went and uh, Josh Jackson, and I, I went to Point Grey for a time where uh, Seth Rogen went, and like a, we, you know, there's Vancouver's got a bit of a hotbed of like some people who have come up in in the industry, and um, and so she, yeah, she saw someone on television, and I kind of went, oh, we can do that, and then Vancouver started getting more and more busy, and I started becoming more aware of all the film sets that were happening all over the town and mm. i was just really really intrigued by it um and yeah i don't really remember having any other aspirations to do much of anything else except for be in film and television
0: and i've got to say i read some somewhere uh, this is great that your first ever role was in wizard of oz as part yeah. of the lollipop guild that's which, true there you go <laughs> You know what? Forget the rest. Forget Bruce Spruce Willis. You were part of the lo- lollipop guild. That I can't is.
1: Can't believe you read that. That's so funny. That yeah, is man. awesome. That, was, that is that awesome. Was my first role. We had lollipops know... like bigger than our heads, and and the whole thing. We were just like, when can we eat the lollipop? And they were like, you gotta wait until the show's done because we only had. And I was. All of us were just like, when do we get to eat this lollipop? We were so excited for the show to be over so we could eat these massive lollipops that were like that bigger awesome. than our heads.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, forget <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Willis, a giant lollipop uh, yeah. in Wiz- Wiz- Wizard of Oz. Um, So, you know, how hard is it as a working actor to work these days? I mean, people just think we see you on screen, you work in your magic, they're enjoying your work, but how much hard work goes on in the background?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, good acting is kind of hopefully you just show up and you make it look very effortless right Mm -hmm. and and the whole idea is to kind of not see the work and and you just kind of show up but you hear you hear a lot of rappers talk about this and you hear a lot of people you know i I think um you know people talk about the overnight success it's like oh man they were an overnight success and it's like i've been doing this for 10 years like grinding you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and then now all of a sudden to you i'm an overnight success but yeah it's it, it never really seems to work that way I think every once in a while you get someone who gets really lucky and they just explode right out of the gates. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a challenging industry. It's got a lot of um, yeah, it's got a lot of interesting nooks and crannies and ins and outs, and it's uh, it's it, it's not it's not easy i think most Mm -hmm. actors you talk to if they are giving advice to young actors a lot of them are like do anything else if there's anything else that you could possibly want to do do that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because it's uh it's not for the faint of heart but um once you're in it for a bit and you figure out a few things and if you can get a good mentor that's another thing that i would suggest is 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 aligning yourself with some people who are successful in the business and who can kind of teach you and show you the ropes a little bit i think that's really important um you can you can navigate your way through some of the rough seas and you can and you can um you can have a really enjoyable career and again it depends on what you're looking for um but i'm very happy with my career i i, I work with amazing people i i I can't really think of any negative experiences I've really had on sets. So I've I've been really blessed in that way where I really enjoy what I do. I I do well and um, yeah. I mean sometimes when I look
0: around at what I get paid to do, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> do you know what? I couldn't think of a better job to be fair because you know throughout your career you could be a doctor in one thing, you could be an assassin in the next. You could literally do all the jobs you've ever dreamed of. In the mm-hmm. show get paid and then it's finished do you find because you know i've had discussions because believe it or not like 80 percent of my guests are canadian and i I, <laughs> I i probably say that it's because they're just all really super nice and the rumors are true about canadians um right that um you know they a lot of the actors have said that you know there is a bit of discrimination you know against canadian actors and american actors in a mm. way which I find really odd that the majority of stuff is filmed in Vancouver, mm. you know, North North Hollywood or or whatever you want to call it, and you know, people that go for these roles they choose American actors over Canadian actors, mm. and we forget, like yourself, you know, there, there there are some amazing actors out there, you know. Do you witness that? Do you are you, are you aware of that? Does that? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah very much, very much. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's, you know, it's, it's a hot topic of debate, especially in Canada, sort of what, what, what is that thing? Because
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I've spent a lot of time, um, on the other side of camera, I've, I've helped with casting, I've, I've produced projects, and, and I've done casting as well. And, and there can be a difference. You know, there's, there's, there's an East Coast, West Coast thing too, there, that which is another debate, you know, like you've got people from New York versus people from Los Angeles. And like, mm-hmm. what is the difference there even, right? I just spent a bunch of time in New York and I was kind of like, it's even the fact that I wake up and I start my day in New York and everybody is still asleep on the West Coast. Like there's there's just like this thing where it's like I'm up and I'm like already hustling and like I've already done half my day before you even get out of bed. There's just kind of – and the weather's a bit colder and harsher and, you, you know, it's just like a little tougher, right? And the West Coast is a little more laid back. And I think with Canada and the States, it's really interesting because everyone talks about how we're so polite and we're so kind and we're so nice. But I also wonder – if that um, can sometimes translate in performance. Mm. Americans are unapologetic. Americans will come into a room and be like, this is what I want and I'm gonna get it. And a Canadian might come into a room and go, um, th- this is what I want, is that is that okay if I take it? You
0: mm-hmm. know
1: what I mean? And it can be a very slight difference, but you can see it sometimes come through in performance. And I don't want to, you know, upset any Canadian actors and 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 shoot myself in the foot at all. But especially after spending time in the States, you start seeing the difference as well. Um so I think I think some Canadians who have spent time in the States and then come back to Canada, they have that little bit of a like the understanding of what that is of to walk into a room and just kind of be like, hey, I'm here. What's up? and i'm not going to apologize for it you know um so i think i think there could be something to it i definitely know there's there's a there's something to you know producers especially you know wanting to hire americans if they can
0: Mm, mm. yeah well it's well you know what it's it's a shame because the talent obviously in canada is just massive and Mm. um these lead actors, there's plenty in Canada to choose, choose from. And when they're filming in your back garden, um, really, they should be, uh, you know yeah and, the not, out and, to and Canadians
1: <laughs> and in our in our market it can be a bit challenging to get through but but people do get through and and uh and you know people get amazing roles and and I uh, we you know I'm very blessed we have a lot of friends who uh, uh all do really really well and there's some really cool stuff coming out right now our friend um Adrian Holmes is the new Uncle Phil on Bel Air like that's insane mm. the new dramatized version of, of Fresh Prince of Bel Air our friend yeah. Onovic was just on Hawkeye. Um, you know, I could list like so many people, like people are doing really well, I think. So um,
0: yeah, you just got to persist and, and opportunities happen. And before we talk talk about your upcoming project, I wanted to give a shout out to Impasta because Impasta to me, I just absolutely loved and I wish it could have gone on and on and on. Uh, um, yeah. And obviously it had Michael Rosenbaum, which is uh, forever will be my Lex Luthor. Straight after yeah. Gene, Gene Hackman, of course. I mean, what was <laughs> yeah. what was that like to work on? Because oh. your character as uh, Lovello uh, was awesome, and the show was Thanks. just so well written. Um, it was
1: so fun, man. Oh gosh, that was such a great show. We get um, we don't get a ton of comedies in Vancouver, and comedy is one of my favorite things. And to go to work every day. And the goal is laughter. Like, how do we make each other laugh? Mm. How do we make this as funny as possible? When that's your goal on set every day, it's amazing. Mm. And the energy is great. And everyone's just collaborating and trying to make these words or these moments as, as, as comedic as possible. And, and um, you know, Rosenbaum was an awesome leader and super fun to work with uh, Sarah Rue uh, the cast was great um, I got to work with Jonathan Young who is my partner who is like a genius uh, uh, he has an amazing theater company called um, I believe they're called the electric theater company mm. and he puts on insane productions he's like a really really legit actor and I didn't really know any of this before the show. I just met him as my partner and he's just kind of playing the dopier version of me. I'm also not the super <laughs> smartest guy on that show. We're kind of like dumb and dumber, like as cops. And um, he, his comedic timing, he was absolutely hilarious. It was such a great experience working with him especially. and. Um, and then to learn after that he's like uh like an insane acting person genius is uh, was 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 just mind blowing he's awesome I, I had such a great time on that show I, I wish it had gone forever as well.
0: <laughs> and do you just just do, do, just out of curiosity, do you keep anything from any of your projects as like a memento?
1: Oh gosh, yeah, I I take yeah. I, I stuff all the time. Like uh, I've got like this painting. Uh, so I just did a show called Two Sentence Horror Stories, and um, this was like one of the paintings on the wall, and I got the art department to uh, to give me one, and, and I got it framed. I've got like, you know, my, uh, I don't know why they gave me earmuffs, but I got earmuffs from The Flash, <laughs> and uh, I've got stuff all over uh, my house of just like little mementos and things that, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just, you know. I always ask. I don't it. Do you know anything. what?
0: It's really refreshing because everyone I speak to, because obviously the sponsors of my show is Prop Store and they right. sell and buy uh, screen-use props and cost costume pieces. So I've got my very own collection, uh, which which my wife every day tries to get me to sell. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. Um, but, you know, it's nice, refreshing to, to meet some, someone that actually asks and gets uh, because you know it's mementos it's, it's something to remember a show by and yeah then, man. sorry go ahead no 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 I was gonna, I was gonna gonna say I mean obviously you know you ask, but you know if it's like a, a tailor made suit for you or a badge or some something like that you know your police police badge who else is gonna use it you know yeah so you well exactly
1: and and it's nice you know to to as you said just have you know every time you're on set it's it's an experience right Hmm. Um, and you're connecting with people and you're you're having you're having sort of a this like little mini condensed sort of journey right and uh, yeah I I I just personally like to have little bits and pieces of things that uh, that uh, I I really enjoyed I'm trying to think what I I, might have kept from imposter I, I definitely didn't keep the badge I think I have some scripts um, that I got signed, and um, yeah, that, that was years ago. Um, I'm trying to think of what I have. I think I have, like, some scripts signed, but I just love that you watched that show because I, I really loved that show as well, and it uh, it was on TV land. It was, like, a random um,
0: network, so mm. I don't know if a lot of people saw it. And do you know what? <laughs> I was really disappointed we didn't get any more, and I know Michael Ro- Ro- Rosenbaum was as well, but if you keep stuff from the shows that you're in, literally... Mm that could be your nest egg that could literally to give you an example literally the um back to the future hoverboard sold for half a million uh um, who had it well we don't know it's all hidden um <clears throat> really yeah yeah i mean i mean this stuff goes for a lot of money even signed scripts production news scripts so mm-hmm. i so i've got an original uh production use script from superman <laughs> the movie you know the Chris Chris of The original, thing. yeah, yeah, the original. I've got the script, and that's worth like seven, eight hundred pounds, or so about a thousand dollars. No way, you know. So you think simple scripts, and you know all these projects that you're doing, you could collect collect them all up, and it can pay for something <clears> very <throat> nice. So, well, so that's keep-
1: that's cool. I never, I never really think about it like that. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, but yeah, I guess you know. If I make it to a ripe old age and I'm and I'm and I'm struggling, I'll you know maybe I'll sell
0: a poster or 2 <laughs> Or give them away. Or give them away to a fellow collector. Hence, there, you you <laughs> so, there you go. So so obviously we talk about six six degrees of separation, and you mentioned mm. the wonderful Alex Ponovic, and it, I was looking at my previous guests, and you've got Alex Ponovic, and you've got Dan Payne. You've worked worked with do you all like sort of have the same sort of circle of actors because you seem to be all in sort of the similar shows and you always cross paths I mean yeah are, are you in a special club or you know it's just <laughs> cra- it's crazy I mean I mean being
1: in this industry in Vancouver is kind of like being in a special club it's a very <clears throat> I always say Vancouver is like a small town. Mm-hmm. i've you know i've lived in los angeles I've, I've spent time in in new york i mean london's a big city you know um uh vancouver is a very small town and i'm born and raised here which is like quite rare everyone says uh, that's 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 a rarity but um yeah when you're in the industry it's uh you know kind of you kind of get to know everybody and and it's great because you show up on set and I know not only do I know the cast I know half the bloody crew right so mm-hmm. it's just you're just kind of spending time with your mates and you're having a good time and 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 having a laugh it's 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 really great and there's there's not a lot of ego everyone's very supportive and and kind and um yeah it's it's an awesome group to
0: be a, a part of for sure but yes, we're all we're all pretty close. <laughs> I, I could just imagine a bar in Vancouver that is just your bar, and like everyone at the bar, you've got them all li- li- lined up. That'd be great, you know, after a day of shooting. Um, it's pretty so- wild. I've gone on some trips where
1: I was like, if this plane went down, there's there'd be a lot of
0: shows that would be in a lot of trouble right now <laughs> don't say that don't say that but um <laughs> so um i and before obviously we uh, we 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 go on to your great project creative measures i've got to give a shout out as well for the flash because your mm. imdb credits is awesome i mean you've been in some great shows and Thanks. the flash is probably One of the most successful CW shows out there. It's literally outlived the majority of the other, you know, superhero, you know, esque shows. And um I'll just put a little picture of you there. There you are, looking menacing as ever. Um, which uh you play uh Clive Yorkin in in the show. Yeah,
1: who was a real comic character, which again, like I, I collected comics when I was a kid. So Flash was never one of my bigger comics. I was always a darker guy, like Batman, the Punisher, Wolverine. I'm so excited about the new Batman. Um, oh, I've seen but, it,
0: it's fantastic. I went last- You've already seen it? I went went to the a premiere last week and saw it. No. And, and literally, um, I was worried that Patterson was gonna be Batman. And we often forget that he's back catalog. He's an immense actor, he really is. And I've always liked Batman. And this Batman movie is completely different to any I've ever seen. For me, Michael Keaton is the Batman for me. But after seeing this movie, Batman is dark, is raw, it's gritty. There's a no-kill policy in it as well, which is, is, is quite refreshing to see. But it is so dark and gritty and the three hours goes by so quickly it's three Three, hours long. three hours yeah two hours 56 minutes i think it is no yeah yeah and i I watched it in imax and it was yeah i'm
1: going to see it in imax too. yeah i had to travel all the way down to
0: london to leicester square um because i was invited by warner brothers and
1: like that's why that's why i like logan i feel like they hmm? finally got wolverine right in the last movie you know what I mean? I really like dark, intense uh, 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 comic book movies. And um, yeah, I, I, I've been a fan of Pattinson. I, I really like what he's done with his career after Twilight and he's made some really amazing movies. Lighthouse was amazing, mm-hmm. Good Time was amazing. Um, I think it's called Rover. He did one with Guy Pearce. It was like a Australian kind of indie film. And he, he plays someone on the spectrum and he did a really, really great job. And he's, um, he's just been making really interesting choices. And I'm, I'm a big fan. I thought he was the best part of tenant. Um, and, uh, and so when they said he was going to be Batman, I was like, the only time I'm, you know, Actually, I won't get into all the other Batman's, but yeah, I, 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 I wasn't like nervous. I was like, oh, this is gonna be really interesting. And when I saw the trailer, and I was like, well, they've gone really emo and dark, and they mm-hmm. had the Nirvana. Like, I was just like, this is awesome. So,
0: I'm excited. I mean, the the the, the first ten minutes is just incredible. Ah! Like, like literally, the whole cinema just went up in they roared, and it was just amazing. It really, really was. I can't it wait. really that's was really so you know happy. what you've got to go go and and see it all the haters I know obviously Ben Affleck and the Snyder cut and all that jazz don't get me wrong I think that was fantastic but this is a whole new vision and I I'm going to say uh, that's what I was going to get into I was like I don't it, know
1: man like the Ben Affleck like version was kind of like a, a, a it wasn't a big thing for me like dark knight was so big and intense and amazing that you know i i felt like the ben affleck whole thing was a little bit of an afterthought and 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 then now it's kind of like come back around i don't know it's gonna be
0: uh well the batman blows nolan out 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 the water like oh, literally wow. out the water and wow do you know what i i couldn't sleep that night and and i was just thinking about it so um i'm definitely gonna go back and watch it again um I, I i just just think it's great but no you're ah. on the you you're, you're on the flash and and the flash yes. is such a a cool show and your character is one of very few that don't actually get a nickname um in the show not or only did in, i get in in a the nickname comics.
1: not yeah. only did i did i not get a nickname but like i had a really badass power like yeah. I, I was Touch like, anything I
0: was... and it deteriorates it's awesome
1: yeah. And I was like, ah, I think I got taken out a little too easily. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have liked to see Clive York and come back and, and, and cause some more havoc for sure. Cause, uh, He was really fun to play. And uh, I thought the power was so wild and like so fun. Mm. Um, And I got to work with uh, the, the gentleman, the first gentleman that I killed, I got to look up his last name. I know his name is Alex and he was in swingers. And I was like, so excited to meet him. And uh, uh, he was the first guy that I kill on camera. And uh, I just, I just had such a hoot playing that part. And it was a great show to work on um, a, a really good group of people and uh i know tom cavanaugh and it, it was just it was a lot of fun it was really really great i love the flash and everyone's very kind there and um i'm glad the show has seen as much success as it has you know it's its a great show
0: and you know what you never know with the multiverse they could bring you back
1: maybe i mean if they haven't done it now it's probably not gonna happen <laughs> but like i was like this power i was like how are they gonna stop me like this is a this is a really badass supervillain power Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, excuse me. That's also what I love about, about, you know, doing, doing this kind of job is like, like you said, one day I'm, you know, I'm doing heart surgery on travelers and then I've got a superpower on, on the flash. And then, you know, you can play bad guys and you can run around and shoot guns and crash cars and rob banks. And, it's all for fun, but you can mm. kind of play that out and like play out those sort of, you know, fantasies and play out those those um, those really fun characters that you could never get away with in real life. And you get to do that and get paid. It's unbelievable.
0: Mm. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I could do that for a job. Uh, I really do. <laughs> well, 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 I did try, I went to university for performing arts and I did a few films and TV shows. Oh, and nice. actually, acted opposite Samantha Morton. That um, oh, wow. and, These and are cheesy. She, yeah, this was when I was about fourteen, and she was only about sixteen. And um, what was the project? It was called The Token King, and then um, that was for Channel Four, uh, and it was one of her first ever films. And oh. um, then I forgot about it, and then I was in a cinema in in was- Washington DC, and I was watching My- Minority Report and I've never felt so sick in my whole life because there she (laughs) is on screen with Tom Cruise and there's me not doing it. But no, you know what? It's such a challenging profession and the one thing I didn't like was the auditions. It was Mm. a case of I found that it wasn't about your ability, it was about the way that you looked. So they Mm. looked at you first and hoped that you could act. And Mm. I just didn't like that because I know being an actor you've got to have a thick skin, you have your ups and downs, and I did a bit of musical theatre, and I did what they call panto over here in the UK, which you don't get over over there. And it's hilarious trying to explain what a panto is to anyone like outside pantomime. the UK. Yeah, pantomime. Yeah, like uh, I did Dick Dick Whittington. So I was Captain Cringe. I was a pirate, and um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I did cabaret uh, musical, and um, yeah. Look,
1: it... I mean, the thing is, is you have to figure out a way to love auditioning because especially as sort of like a blue collar working actor, like that's the job,
0: Mm. you know,
1: you're going to spend, you know, more time auditioning than anything else. Right. Mm. So you've got to find a way to change your point of view and your perspective about it. It's interesting right now because of the industry, everything's gone online, everything's kind of self tapes. So, Um, that does change the dynamic of the audition a little bit and um, you get to kind of be in your own space, you know, I call it the lab, you kind of go into the lab and you create, you know, these things and you you, you have a bit more, um, I guess, freedom in a way that, you know, there's a lot of actors who don't like that and prefer to go into the audition room and there's some who prefer to tape. Um, I can do both, but I'm I'm enjoying the taping process because yeah, you can kind of get a little bit more creative with what you're doing with your tapes. Um, you have a bit more time, and and you can do things that you wouldn't necessarily do in the audition room. Um, but yeah, you, you you know, it's definitely the main obstacle mm. if it's something that you want to do as a career. That's something that you really have to figure out, or else it's going to be very challenging.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm very um... You know, I think I think what you do is fantastic because obviously you're doing well, obviously you're doing good at auditions and they do say auditions are an art form in themselves. Um, mm. And I, I just hate them, I really do. But do you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about your most recent projects because after speaking to Dan Payne, who's also mm. in this, I got super excited. The reason being is that on IMDb Pro, the description of the show, isn't the description of the show it's quite odd because it was it, well if you you explain well if i tell you what it said on the imdb pro a group of prisoners and everything goes all over the place basically but right. then dan payne said something to do with superpowers so this is corrective measures and it's with yourself uh bruce willis michael rooker and many other great cast members if you could
1: yeah dan payne daniel cudmore um yeah it was uh it was a hoot yeah i mean if
0: (laughs) if if you could explain a bit about the show in your own words or the film in your own words and who you play because your character name is pretty awesome I'm,
1: i'm not sure exactly how much we're allowed to say but i will say that it's a prison movie but it's a super villain prison
0: that sounds awesome. right. So yeah. just
1: imagine just imagine that. So this is an existing IP. So Arcana um, is uh, is a comic uh, publishing house in Canada, and they create a lot of um, uh, of uh, comic books. And, and this was one of their their favorites. And it's called Corrective Measures. Um, and I can't remember how close the script is to the actual uh, graphic novel, but um, Yeah. It's, uh, if you can imagine like, you know, um, you know, Arkham, right. Mm -hmm. Arkham asylum, like, right. It's, it's, it's the prison where they send all the supervillains. So you can imagine that kind of vibe. Right. And then we're the sort of security team that run the prison. And then there's the people who are in the prison and Dan Payne is sort of like the catalyst. Uh, he's, uh, I don't know how much I can get into this, but yeah, <laughs> things things go things go awry. Someone arrive someone arrives at the prison who sort of creates an uproar, and uh, and uh, things kind of start to uh, the the pot starts to boil over. Let's say at, at the prison, and mm. uh, it's just a bunch of wild characters, and it's a really fun environment. And again, like you know, a kid in a candy store, right? Like superpowers like things are happening, lots of stunts, lots of really fun action and uh, and uh, you know we all just had a blast like I've worked with a lot of these guys um, before and 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 then you know Bruce Willis, Michael Rooker like just just really really cool people to have around on set and it was uh, it was a really wild experience. I think it's gonna be a fun movie.
0: And your character is uh, Danny Breeze, if I'm Danny Breeze. Saying. What a yeah. name! What a name! Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I I can't wait. And obviously, the names attached to it. So, when you were approached for the role of Danny Breeze, you know, did you know that Bruce Willis and Michael Rooker and actors like that was att- already attached to it?
1: Um. <clears throat> so. I didn't know everybody who was attached to it. I knew Bruce's name was on it, um, and again, it was just one of these things where you look at, you know, the breakdown. It's like, okay, super villain prison. Like this is just going to be a wild ride, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then once I got on board, you start learning more, and it just kept getting better and better. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and once we got on set you know, we, we had a lot of freedom to sort of have fun and create moments. And, you know, Dan and I, we would pull each other aside and be like, okay, well, what can we do here? And, you know, and we would, we would have conversations and, and, and we would throw out ideas and, and, and everything was really welcome and that's my favorite type of filmmaking because it really feels collaborative sometimes you show up on a television set and they're like okay you got to like stand here do it like this and say it like this and we got to make our day and we just got to go and you don't necessarily have a ton of freedom to bring yourself you know or bring your ideas to the table and and this movie was was a was a collaboration from start to finish and and um that's that's the most exciting type of filmmaking where you show up and you're kind of like okay this is what we know the game plan is for the day and then like let's see where it can go mm-hmm. and they give you the freedom to like just let it rip and and amazing exciting things happen that were not planned and you just don't know what's going to happen next and and that's just that's just fun and i think the joy that we all had making that movie and, and the excitement like that, that always shows up on screen. It, it always ends up up there because you can tell everyone's just like giving it 150% and having a ball doing it, you know? Mm.
0: And the press release for the actual uh, project is just it's just fantastic. I mean, everything about it, the story, the people behind it, the people that are creating the creatures as well, uh, mm-hmm. that's worked on Predator and, 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 and projects like that. I mean, these it's it's quite a a a big thing which is fantastic the
1: special effects makeup was insane like showing up every day and being like okay what and like the guys that they had we have guys who are like massive like you know yeah it's 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 it it was so much fun every day to just show up and be like what are we dealing with today and the Mm. the special effects makeup is
0: unreal like it's it or or really, really real? <laughs> I mean, do we know if if, if this is a one-off? Or, uh, you know, is there more to the graphic novels?
1: Again, I, I don't know how much I can say. But I will say that I believe this. there is a series of graphic novels.
0: There you go. There you go. So, Hopefully. So there's, there's more
1: than one comic. So let's hope there's more than one
0: movie. Well, hopefully there will, because I I don't know if you ever watched Jupiter's Ascending, uh, I think it was called. No, I never saw that one, no. And it was on Netflix, and literally they did season one, and then they cancelled it. And Mm. literally what really annoys me is when you enjoy something so much, and then it leaves you with a bit of a cliffhanger. And then they yeah. just don't make any more. It's like, why? Why on earth would anyone do that? So obviously, Bruce Willis. For anyone my age, I grew up with Die Hard, and oh, and Moonlighting, I'm... and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, what was he like in person? Did you share any scenes with him? Um, is he as cool uh, as you I had, think he I was? I had
1: really, I had really minimal interactions. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, you know. A lot of the times when you meet big stars on set, you know, um, they uh, they just they take their own space and they take their own time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and you have to respect that as well. You know, I've worked with with a lot of sort of big people on, on movies and and. You just you, you go in and you kind of go okay this is really really wild and really cool and like you just kind of respect everyone's space and and if they come up to you and they're like hey and they're really jazzy and 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 that type of people on set like everybody has their own sort of like way of dealing with the set right mm-hmm. um and and you just you just kind of got to read the room hopefully right some people maybe don't and and that they might not get invited back to the next movie or whatever but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, you 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 definitely just just sort of read the room and and uh, and 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 kind of sense how people want to be want to be interacted with, and you mm. and you just respect it because like what else are you gonna do, right?
0: Mm. I mean, who's who's been your favorite that you've worked worked with, uh, favorite actor?
1: Oh man, I don't know. I, I got to work with. I mean, I I'd almost say directors more than actors. Mm. I I got to work with uh, Tim Burton. Wow. Um, again, like I had a, I had a tiny role. They were shooting big eyes in Vancouver. Uh, but Tim Burton's like just mental, you know, and mm-hmm. talk about, you know, the original Batman, like that was the Batman that I grew up with. Yeah. Right. Like Keaton. Right. So, um, I, I've always been a big fan of Tim Burton and, uh, we were shooting in an art gallery and I just walk into an empty art gallery and it's just me and this other actress and we walk in and Tim Burton's just pacing in the corner and he looks up and he's like, oh oh Matthew 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 come over here come, great 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 I, lo- I love I love what you're doing and and, and and I'm just kind of like whoa this is so crazy you know <laughs> what I mean like it was it was such a it was such a wild experience and and he's a person who has a lot of energy and really wants to engage. So, so that was really fun. I also got to work with Robert Zemeckis, like mm-hmm. you know, Force Gump, you know, like mm-hmm. Back to the Future, you know, like Legend, right? Mm-hmm. And and that was also with Steve Carell. So that was that was like a a, a double a, a a double whammy, and and uh, that was also just an amazing experience. But to collaborate with those types of people is is um, that's yeah, magic man
0: and and how how do you uh, measure success is it from the work that you do is it you know awards uh, is it...
1: no personally i mean for me success is 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 you know quality of life
0: mm-hmm. yeah good i would answer. say
1: you know are you are you happy are you healthy are you are you um you know are you in a space where you're creating and you're you're able to give back and you're able to so you know help others you know in in your in in your um, in your circles you know and and uh, and and that's that's success to me and I'm you know lucky to be very successful.
0: <laughs> and I've just got to quickly mention that the fact that um, corrective Measures is coming out on Tubi, which is. Uh, a free streaming service in in the states. Uh, yeah, it's I, Fox.
1: Is, I believe it's Fox. It's hmm. the Fox streaming service, and this is going to be their first to be original film. Like this is going to be their first original. So uh, I'm 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 so excited on a lot of levels because you know you do a movie like this and and uh, it, it was independently produced and we didn't know what was going to happen with it and then you know this is
0: just this
1: is just really exciting.
0: So um, I, I can't wait to see it. And that's—is um, it May time? It comes out.
1: Uh, I believe it's the end of April. I think I heard April 29th. ninth Don't quote me on that, but I think like end of April is going to be uh, is going to be the the launch date. Yeah.
0: And are you doing anything special for the launch of the? the- uh
1: i'm not sure yet we haven't gotten there like everyone's been really busy and and running around i think daniel cudmore is shooting something in calgary and like everyone's all over the place but um hopefully we'll get together and at least do a cast screening somewhere and uh i don't know if they'll do anything down in la for it but if they will i will be there
0: (laughs) i just can't wait it's just that um i get special access to certain channels here in the the uk to watch but it's like we get forgotten about so for all my listeners and viewers out in the states, you're very lucky. Hopefully, I'll get yeah. to see it eventually. Uh, I will somehow. I, I, I am. We'll sure. have to
1: find a way to get you a link or something like that. Yeah, we'll screener or some something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so before we end this lovely interview, um, you know, I noticed that um, your trivia on your IMDb, there's not much on there. So we oh. need to get some more trivia on there because I can't oh, see okay. any. Oh, so okay. let's ask some random questions, okay? Great. I love it. So, uh, if you could travel back in time 50 years, what one item would you take with you?
1: If I had to go 50 years back in time, I mean, my phone wouldn't work, yeah. I mean, nothing would nothing would work. So, what would I take with me? Um, oh my gosh, that's a really good question.
0: You can only my take first one thing, thing that with you. Up-
1: I'm like, my first thing that comes up is a toothbrush, but I mean, they're going to have toothbrushes back then. Uh, I don't know, like winning lottery, t- I like, uh, I, you know, I'm 50 trying to years. Like, I would, <laughs> yeah, I would be like the technology to build electric cars from Elon Musk. I would steal Elon Musk's technology and I would take it back with me 15 years. That's what I would do. I there would steal elon Musk technology for electric cars <laughs> me I,
0: <laughs> me i'll take an apple phone back with me and but say would that it, it would just
1: be a brick
0: yeah it's true hey don't get on that that conversation oh is, is it <laughs> is it Apple or samsung android or or uh, ios so most embarrassing moments that you've had um work wise
1: working on set yeah oh man um most embarrassing moments i mean i always know my lines oh this is a good question too oh i wasn't prepared for this and i'm usually quite good at these um embarrassing moment embarrassing moment you know uh shit <laughs> i don't i don't have like i'm I, pr- I pride myself at being a guy that doesn't fuck up very often <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is fine um, that that is fine we'll move on to party trick have you got one if
1: something if uh, yeah and if something comes up i'll i'll uh i'm just trying to think of like the last shows that i've been on
0: uh
1: uh you know probably having something in my teeth but anyways let's uh <laughs> let's keep going
0: so party trick have you got one? Oh yeah i like magic do you uh yeah man
1: have you ever been to los angeles
0: You know what? I've done all the East East Coast. I've done Dallas, but I've never gone to the West Coast.
1: Do you like magic? Yes. There's a place in Los Angeles called the Magic Castle,
0: and it's brilliant. I think I've I've heard of that. Have you heard of it? It's my
1: favorite thing to do when I go there. It's an old mansion in Hollywood that they uh, have converted into a school for magic, and then at night, You know, you go and you have dinner and you have drinks, and there's shows everywhere. But, you know, there's guys who sit in like the bars and the parlors, and you just sit down at a table, and it's like a dark corner. And there's this guy just shuffling cards, and he'll do the most insane card tricks, like right close up in front of you. It's brilliant. (laughs) so i have a couple magic tricks tricks that uh that i like to do uh that are i i think kind of clever and i enjoy that so yeah i have a couple (laughs) magic
0: tricks do you know what my little girls i do the thumb trick which you know the old i I think it's like a dad trick yes that's the one you either make them laugh or cry because they're freaked out yeah but my my four-year-old wants me to do it so she can see the end of my thumb like the stumpy end, <laughs> which which I think, think thinks great. Um, that's uh, classic. I love that. Yeah, it's a great trick. Um, also, quiz question. You'll probably recognize this quiz, quiz question from one of your previous videos that you've done. How many time zones are there in Canada?
1: Oh, man. Because I've been to Newfoundland, and that's like a whole other time zone. So I was going to say... Three, but I think it's like four and a half or something, isn't it?
0: <gasps> it's six. Six? Six time zones? You There's... you asked you asked the question. Did I ask that? Yeah. So so it was one of from, from one of your old videos from like eleven years ago. I I, I think you was presenting for something like MTV or something. And how you, many time you, zones? Yeah, you were six. Six? Holy yeah. Cow. Out. yeah i didn't even know that i just wanted to see if i could catch you out if you remembered no, it like I, no,
1: I started as a host for mtv canada that was like one of my first um that was like one of my first jobs when i came out of film school i was a host for mtv canada and then when i moved down to the states and whatnot too i used to host a lot of uh different things down there as well and um it, it was a really fun job but yeah i mean i've done all kinds of Crazy things, and you know, it all becomes a blur, right? (laughs) Um, um, But that—that's it. That's that's a good one. Six time zones.
0: Six time zones. Um, So, um, lastly, how can how can fans follow you on social media?
1: Uh, I've gotten rid of all my social media except for Instagram. So, my Instagram is Matt Kev Anderson.
0: Excellent. I will put the link.
1: Anderson. Yeah. Throw that on there. That would be (laughs) great. uh come have a follow and uh there there should be some you know mildly entertaining stuff on there and uh and uh yeah that's all i have is instagram
0: that is awesome well thing is it can be a bind can't it social media trying to keep up with stuff and you know you've got to watch watch what you say and you attract the lovely fans but then you can also attract the undesirables that are yeah. a bit no, a bit, it's bit not, unusual.
1: It's, it's not even that I just yeah it's it's more that I can't keep up like Facebook you know I I just got rid of and and uh Twitter I never really used so I got rid of that as well so yeah I just stick to Instagram and it's great and I'll follow you and uh yeah we, yeah we should, it's them. Awesome. Like, of course we should take a photo or something right how do you do this there we go I'll do one I'll do a <laughs> thumbs up too where's my thumb there it is uh,
0: nice Awesome. Yeah, so ov- ov- obviously it's good that you're off so social media, ex- uh, except for Instagram, because it gives you time to boot, you know, to do some great projects. Is there any projects in the pipe pipeline, or is it a case of putting your feet up and enjoying the upcoming release of corrective measures?
1: Yeah, I just finished uh, a show called SkyMed. Uh, that's going to be coming out uh, on Paramount Plus. <clears throat> I'm not sure if we have a release date yet. And um, another show called Ellen, not Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, uh, it, that's a really, really fun action show as well, um, and it's kind of got like a throwback '80s action vibe, which was which was a lot of fun to shoot. Um, so just wrap those up, and they'll be coming out, uh, you know, later this year. And um, and right now, I'm, I'm writing a couple uh, film projects.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. But Matthew, please keep safe. Uh, you know, keep producing some Thank great you. stuff. I look forward to everything you do in the future and corrective measures on Tubi uh, the end of April. Uh, April 29th. I, April 29th. We'll go with that. If they don't put it on on the, uh, April 29th, uh, I'll be sending a stern they can email come to and Tubi. They can
1: come and complain to me on my Instagram. <laughs> that is
0: awesome. You keep safe and stay super, my friend.
1: Thank you, Brian. You as well. Stay super. Thank you so much to Be More Super, the podcast. Uh, So awesome. That was a lot of fun, and I appreciate your time.